You're listening to The Uncommon Podcast, where we celebrate the stories of men and women who are living uncommon lives. These individuals pursue excellence and purpose in their relationships and work. They optimize their health and stewardship, and they embody victorious vision and fervent faith. Be inspired and encouraged to follow your own uncommon path and live a life of authenticity, accountability, and adventure. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Uncommon, The Uncommon, with your host, Philip Ramsey. I'm Ryan Garvey. Thanks for tuning in. Super excited to talk about this one today, and we're talking about core values. What do you think about them apples? I love core values. I do too. And one that I don't know if I've put a lot of emphasis on in my whole life, other than like, hey, there is somebody, I'm truly who I am. There are core values, but I feel like they change. Like You take these surveys and stuff, and then... So I think for the most part, they kind of stay the same, but we're going to talk about our personal core values. Mm -hmm. Why are they important? Ryan Garvey hit me. Yeah. I mean, we'll definitely get into that, but a big principle of the uncommon is authenticity. And so we talk about having authentic relationships where people truly know you and uh, accept you and love you for who you are. Mm -hmm. And really that starts off with, you knowing who you are. So for people to really know you, you've got to know who you are. And a great place to start with that is understanding what your core values are. Right. And at the uncommon, we are trying to take the normal and completely upended because Mm -hmm. like, it just feels good to be different. Turn it on its head. Turn it on its head, (laughs) man. It's attractive. Yeah. Thinking about just the day to day life of just the mundane, like let's make it more exciting for sure. For sure. Let's make it uncommon. Yeah. Here we are. And first order of business, so we're going to actually revisit our challenge from last week. So we were talking about marriage, creating just an authentic, uncommon marriage. Yep. And we put out a challenge to each other as well as the listeners uh, to make some positive uh, deposits into your spouse's emotional bank account. Shout out the Gottman Institute. Um, So... (laughs) Yeah, we're going to share what we did for our wives over the course of this week and yes, we kind of how how they responded. And so do you want to do the honors? Or? Yeah, but first I want to talk about it. All like, right. I think it's really important that we as people hold ourselves accountable. Mm-hmm. And here's why. Because at the end of the day, if you think about all the responsibilities that you have on your plate, chances are there's things falling through the cracks. Yeah. And when you ask somebody to hold you accountable... You're saying like, I don't want this to fall through the crack and I want a safety net in, in case it does. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, about what, three days ago, you reminded me, Hey man, like I'm going <laughs> to ask you, Yeah. <laughs> which was like really good. I, I was encouraged by that. Yeah. Cool. Um, and at the end of the day, like no one's going to hold you accountable except yourself. Like if you don't really want to do something, please, please, please do not ask somebody to hold you accountable. Right. Like just good. be honest. And I think this is really goes down to the core values. Know who you are. And then if you see something that you don't like in yourself and you want to change it, then ask somebody to, Hey, help me with this. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm grateful that you asked me and held me accountable to this for sure. uh, Because I feel like this is something super important to me and I want to make sure I always pursue my wife. And in that sometimes somebody has to remind me three days before the event, (laughs) uh, get your act together. Yeah. It's good to have good friends around you that are also pursuing the same things and can just check in with you and encourage you for sure. All right. So you want me to go first? If you'd like to, I'd love to. All right. 
Okay, so um, here's my three things that I did. I kind of have four, but I feel like if I say the fourth, everyone's going to judge me. I'm like, wait, you don't do this naturally? Okay, so that could be a bonus one. <laughs> Before you shared, what is Aaron's like top love language? Cause that- time. Yep. Quality time? Sweet. Yep, quality okay. time out of the five, if you're going to do the five. Uh, okay, so, but now that I say that, I'm like, okay, I'm reading this. Like, mm, maybe not. All right, so we went on a double date, uh, oh, which nice. was super fun. And there was, it, we just had a heavier week, uh, had some things in our life of a, a friend of ours that she went through and we kind of had like a conclusion to this. Um, so it was just a heavier week. And so we were going to go on a date night and interesting enough, both couples, us and this other couple have done this uh, survey for marriage and it kind of tells you if you're compatible or not. Um, and people take it just to like, I don't know, kind of find out more about their marriage, mm-hmm. more about themselves. Both of us have done this. Okay. I had it in the car to like go through this like results together with us, Aaron and I, and then this other couple. And uh, long story short, because we had such a heavy week, I was just like, we're not doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just going to go and have fun yeah. and laugh and just have good fellowship, good food, just relax. And that's what we did. And we, we had a blast. Yeah. It was super fun to laugh. And it just kind of just takes your mind out of the sometimes the hardness that you're kind of dealing mm-hmm. with. So we went on a double date and normally I would say that's kind of like we wanted, I wanted to be strategic and I, and I had it all prepped, but I finally, I kind of felt a nudge of like, Hey, this isn't the time yeah. for me or Aaron. And so we didn't do that double date. Uh, then I got her flowers Ooh, nice. and I wrote her a handwritten card, which the card was like the best. Yeah. It was the best. Those are underrated. Underrated. Yeah. And I'm not saying the best of me writing. My writing was probably subpar but the car card was uh uh, i only have fries for you and it was uh like french fries and then and then you opened it up it says you're a hot potato or something like that like i was like this is the best (laughs) super cheesy but uh i think she really appreciated like why are you doing it what kind of flowers what what is she like i got her sunflowers because they all kind of looked a little dead but the sunflowers were like oh this is kind of fun and i haven't done that okay that's what i got good question okay then my last one um, we, I cleaned up after dinner, which, and then the other one that I was going to say that was going to go with this is like, I put the kids to bed, which everyone's like, you don't put your kids to bed every night. <laughs> the answer is no. But anyway, so those two, those four things, I'll okay. say, nice. so those and are things. Let me ask this and cause you have kind of older kids. Yeah. Um, what is the routine of like, cause it's obviously different from having young kids yeah. when you put them to bed. Yeah. What does that look like for you? Yeah, just kind of like make sure they go to bed. Like, so we have, <laughs> it's funny, like when I go and make sure that they're in bed, it goes pretty quick. But when my wife's up there, it takes a little longer. Uh, but we have a 13, a 12 year old and a nine year old. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just a little bit different. Make sure they brush your teeth. Make sure they don't like my two sons are like on each other. They like fight each other. It's just like, <laughs> oh man. And I, if you have brothers, I never did. I grew up with a sister, but we fought a lot. And so I can only imagine the turmoil my parents were in like why do they keep fighting because that's where Aaron is like why do they keep fighting I just yeah. kind of like let them happen like just go to bed like don't be loud and go to bed and so just brush your teeth tuck them in might pray with them see how the day is going kind of like follow up and um ready to go we'll see you in the morning kind of thing and historically they've stayed in their bed bedrooms and mm-hmm. some like the older two like to read the younger one doesn't want any part of that <laughs> so it's fairly easy when I do it I'd love to hear my wife's routine because it just seems like it's a little longer. I'll just leave it at that. She's reading them stories, tucking them in. She could be. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There you go. <laughs> Let me ask one more question before I share my list. So 
these emotional deposits that you made uh, into Aaron's emotional bank account. Like, yep. what was, did she respond in any way? Did she give you any kind of feedback? Like, what did yeah. that look like? Yeah, I mean, you could just tell, like, it meant a lot to her. Mm-hmm. Like, she was super happy. And, I mean, flowers are always kind of fun to get, even though it might not be her love language. Yeah. And then handwritten card was, was, was it just kind of like just lifted her up cherry on top. yeah and it's the end of the summer when we shot this and so uh it's just a longer summer with the kids at home you wouldn't think that it is but at the end of the summer and parents the people who have parents are kind of like uh preach it uh it just gets longer like yeah. we're ready for the kids to be back home or back in back school, school uh just to give that little reprieve but then i feel like we're also better parents too just because they're not and I, so i'll leave it at that but Good questions. That's awesome. All right, let's hear about yours. Yeah, thanks for sharing yours. So, yeah, my list of what I did for my wife. So, I picked up our toy room. Okay. Which only takes like five minutes. And I know in the back of my mind, so we have two boys, too, in like nine months. So, I know within an hour after doing it, it's going to get destroyed. Destroyed, <laughs> right. But for the limited amount of time that it looks nice... I know it just makes my wife happy to walk by it and see that it's not chaos. And (laughs) she actually did say when I did that, it motivated her to then clean another part of the house because she's been a little under the weather. So she hasn't been as on top of cleaning as she normally is. And she loves to clean. Hmm. So when she's not cleaning, you know something's wrong. Yeah. So she did say like when when I cleaned the toy room that that uh, motivated her. So that was cool. Yeah. Um. And then I one night just offered her a massage because normally she'll she'll sit down next to me on the couch and give me this look. And I know it means, can you rub my shoulders? Oh, which, wow. Which okay. I don't mind doing at all. Right. Um, okay. I, I enjoy it and I know it serves her. But I think for me to look over at her and just be like, hey, do you want a massage? Like unsolicited. Yeah. Definitely caught her off guard in yeah, a yeah. good way. Okay. So, yeah, just taking the initiative there. And then last night did two things. We danced in our living room. Uh, yes. So we, we took a dance class a couple months ago and really just enjoyed. We learned some swing. And then we were at a wedding like last month and we saw this awesome couple on the dance floor and they were, the <laughs> guy was just spinning the girl all over the place. And me, my wife and I both looked at each other and were like, we want to do that. Yes. So yeah, I just opened up a YouTube video and it was this couple and they taught a swing dance move called the tabletop. Okay. So, <laughs> it seems dangerous, yeah. but I like it. Yeah, you get on top of your tabletop, <laughs> <laughs> stay on the floor. There are like three or four spins in there, and I won't claim that we've uh, mastered it yet. Okay. And I will also say, like, when we dance, we kind of have a love hate relationship with dance yeah. because when we're learning it for the first time, like, we can just be short with each other. <laughs> and suddenly, like, we're both experts. So I'll be like, no, you needed to turn this <laughs> yes. way. And she's like, well, you need to lead me better. <laughs> yes. And so as a man, like, I can get pretty insecure and defensive when I don't feel like I'm leading her well. Uh. So we kind of we kind of got into a little argument, but then we were just laughing at ourselves afterwards. So good. So that was fun. We danced. And then the last... <laughs> Almost backfired, but we got out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Made it out. through. And then the last thing was uh, we had our devotional time last night. So we watched a little video on forgiveness and we talked about Mm. that and then just prayed for each other. Um, And that, yeah, that was, that was great. So good job. Yeah. And I will say this. So she, her kind of response after the first couple of days. So she actually surprised me the 
I think I got up on like Wednesday morning and she had written with a marker on our bathroom mirror, just like a love letter, just thanking me for different things. And I'm a words of affirmation guy. So that was very validating to me to read. And so I thanked her and it's kind of like we were kind of out doing each other. There you go. So yeah. Keeping track to see who wins (laughs) to serve out, serve the other. Yeah. 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 So I like that. It was awesome. Yeah. Good. Okay. We'll see what comes out of this episode. Hold us accountable for the next one. Yep. Giddy up. All right, core <laughs> values. How do you want to do this, man? Yeah, so I'll just share a little bit about kind of the philosophy mm-hmm. uh, around core values, and uh, and then we'll just get into both sharing ours. Let's so, go. We got yeah. five each, so. Yeah. Right, okay. Perfect. That's helpful. So a defining trait, like I said, of the uncommon is authenticity, and so letting others truly know who you are as a person like your vices as well as your virtues. So not just these are my strengths and this is why I'm a good person, but these are my struggles as well. And so in order for others to truly know us, like we have to truly know ourselves and a good place to start is core values and simply put core values are just the non-negotiable principles that define like your deepest sense of personhood. So, Mm If we're honest, I think we can all say we have like the attractive version of ourselves that we present to the outside world. But the exercise of, of getting at your core values is really kind of stripping away that that veneer. So if you remove like your mm. physical appearance, your personality, your achievements, like what is left behind? Yeah. And so what are those essential traits and qualities that you hold as fundamental to your identity? And those are your core values. And so... I think the power of knowing your core values is, is threefold. So number one is you will know who you are and thereby you'll gain clarity and direction in your life. I think we all want that. Number two is you'll develop more authentic relationships as a result of your allowing others to know the real authentic you. And number three is your core values will formulate your personal mission statement, um, which we'll get into. And that really just helps you filter all of your decisions and beliefs through uh, that mission statement. So yeah, Philip and I, we did this exercise and, um, we can include like a link in the show notes that you can have the PDF or the, the document Absolutely. for free and yeah. you do this yourself. And that really would be our challenge to you would be to, to complete this exercise. So yeah, something in that document that was helpful to me at that time was, uh, just a list of different characteristics that you could go through starts from a to W or Z, whatever it was. Hmm. Uh, and then you can just kind of see it because at some point, sometimes it's hard to put word a word around a characteristic, but this I thought that was really helpful. Yeah, so. for sure. Uh, also, too, I think it would be fun. I'm just casting a vision. This is going to probably be the best side of this. Every good, like, if you're going to be honest with yourself, every core value also has kind of a negative side of it, right? Like, this is my tendency but sometimes when it's overdone, it can do this oh, okay. and be negative. So I think it'd be fun to, this podcast isn't for that, but at some point in the future to like, Hey, here's our core values. Uh-huh. And we talked about the good. Here's the core values when they turn out to be uh-huh. bad. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, Dr. <laughs> Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. And I was just looking through mine. I was like, Oh man, like that, that's good. Like I should probably be talking about that too. Instead of just like, Oh, look at how great Philip is. Like, <laughs> which yeah. I don't feel that. So anyway, all right, let's go through it. Yeah. Uh, how do you want to do it? You want me to go through all of mine or you want to go one at a time? I say you go through all of yours first. Okay. Everybody wants to hear about you, not me. So <laughs> give it to me. I that, but sure. I will happily share. <laughs> all right. So number one for me, 
And I'll, I'll share each one and then just kind of like a statement yeah, with them. Right. Um, so my first one is faith. So yeah, that really is the, my faith in Christ is going to influence all the other core values. Uh, number two is authenticity. So like I've already said, I want to know who I really am and let others know me. And then I think another part of it is just being true to myself in every circumstance, whether good or bad, just understanding how I should react mm-hmm. um, in each circumstance based on my core values. So authenticity. Number three is devotion. So devotion, and this kind of gets into the different roles of my life. So devotion as a husband, as a father, as a friend, and just as a man of God. Four is humor. So mm. I want to find the funny in everything. I want to laugh at myself. Like I don't want to take myself too seriously. And I really just want to be a source of laughter and joy to other people. And so I'm always trying to make people laugh. Like ever since I was a little kid, I've just been a clown. Uh, so <laughs> and hopefully, yeah, if you're listening to this, I can make you chuckle at least once during the episode. Um, number five is freedom. So mm. Time freedom, financial freedom, vocational freedom, just the freedom to not have my life be dictate, dictated by outside forces. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, I know like God is sovereign and he, his will is, is what's going to be in my life. But just to work hard to allow myself to have freedom to grow and, and spend time with the people I love and the things I care about most. Number six. I actually have two more. Oh, I got wow. two bonus ones. Wow. Man. <laughs> okay. It was hard for me to. Yeah, I get it. We I do say you can have five to seven, so I'm not <laughs> cheating. <laughs> Number six is discovery. So I want to discover new places, new interests and hobbies, new relationships. And I think that's a huge source of just growth is always wanting to discover more about yourself and about the world. And then seven is stewardship. So mm. Um, and that's a, a pillar of the uncommon stellar stewardship. So I want to honor God with how I use my time on earth, my life, my work, my body, my relationships and my resources. So, yeah, it's good. I like it. What do you think? Who do you think the most influential person in your core values have been in your life? Ooh, good. You always come with the (laughs) questions that I do not plan on. Um, man, I am going to. I'm going to punt on that and think about it <laughs> while we talk. Cause I know there are going to be multiple people that right. have influences in different ways, but I'll try right. to narrow it down. Okay. Good. Should, okay. Do you want me to, do you want to do your core values and then we'll both share our statements? Yeah. Okay. I think that'd be good. sweet. Hit, All right. Hit me. Here we go. So my first one's authentic. Like to me, I just don't have a lot of patience for people who aren't authentic or who don't know who they are. Like, I don't need to have a chameleon as a friend. Like, mm-hmm. I need to know who you are. And a lot of times, no matter how quirky you are, I'll still like you. Uh, but I do want un- authenticity. I value that. That's who you're going to get. You're going to know where you stand. Yeah. Uh, and so that's one of my things. But also, like, authentic in, like, my faith. Now, that's not a core value that I put. But, like, all of these are, like, my faith has driven these to... Yep be such like intertwined in my life that like, I couldn't say like there is a faith component to my authenticity that if you don't like that, we're probably, you're probably just not going to want to hang out with me. Okay. Uh, so, so that's that. So competitive is my second. What? What a sh- you, surprise. You didn't put that on yours. <laughs> so I'm not that competitive. <laughs> uh, it's just like, I love to compete. Mm. I love when other people are operating at their highest potential. I still want to beat you. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Like if somebody's like, oh, my foot's hurt. Well, let's don't compete today because I want you to be at your best. I also think, and we've talked about this before, you can see a little bit of glimpse of their core values or their true character Mm -hmm. in competition. And I love to observe. That's one I'd probably put it in. But I just love to observe people. I love to be observed. I want to have people have feedback. Mine's uh, words of affirmation as well, my mm-hmm. love language. And so uh, so that's that. The third one is encourage-er. I love to be encouraged by words. I love to encourage others by words. Uh, and that's why competitive, it's weird to have a competitive and be an encourager when you're actually like rooting and encouraging the other team to do their best. It just It throws people off. And then you see that it's truly genuine yeah, that I want them to do well. I still want to beat them yep. uh, and perform my best. But um, so encourager, I just love to be able to use words to lift others up and and become a better person of who they want to be. Cool. And so, uh, and then leadership. I don't know if that's too self like imposing or something, but I just feel like God has gifted me with this gift of I just I want to lead and I want to lead in a godly way to give those who don't have a voice a voice and to lead in a way to take ownership of things, even when it goes south. Mm -hmm. Um, That is something that God has put in my life, I think from an early age, and it's only gotten stronger and stronger. And the more that I learn about it and study it, the more I get excited to be an uncommon leader in every aspect of my life, leadership. Uh, And then winning others over is my fifth, uh, kind of core value and I just I one of my favorite things to do is like kind of break down a wall of somebody who has a wall up or mm. or a barrier uh and then start something that like oh wait I actually just blew through that wall or, or that wall's taken down because I actually am enjoying myself or uh winning people over just like conversations or uh friendships or even like sales. It's, it's, it's a fun way just to be able to authentically talk to somebody in a way that will win them over and not be manipulative in that, but also be like, no, I'm I'm here to serve you. How can I now serve you better? Because you're authentic. Uh, so those are my five. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it was fun to go through that and like, kind of like see, and I think there's some that like you think are your core values, but like, if you really boil them down, you're like, but are they? So (laughs) I, I was trying to do that, and I think that that's why I was really honest with like, here are the things that are valuable to me. Yeah. So, was it hard for you to like kind of uh, nail them down, or work from? Because the way you do it is you kind of circle all the ones that yep. resonate, and then you kind of have to nail work it down, down to your five to seven. Um, th- it's been a lot of feedback from other people to help me get to my five. Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, so like the competitive one, as much as I would say, I don't want that to be, it is, you know, like people are like, no, Philip competes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. um, so it was helpful that I think a lot of people care enough about me to kind of be able to steer me in this direction and winning other, winning others over, um, is one that a lot of people just said, like, it's just kind of fun to hang out with you. And mm-hmm. like, if you think about this is getting way over the head, but like Jesus, I think he was a, a master at winning people over. Oh yeah. But he wasn't telling them what they wanted to hear. It's true. Like the woman at the well, yeah. like I told you everything about your life yep. and yet it still like won her over. Yeah. Like, so she's telling other people like <laughs> it's fascinating. Yeah. And I think a core value that I think God's teaching me right now is like everybody wants to be known and then they want to be accepted. Mm-hmm. And that's the part where a lot of people get all like, they, I just want to know every like good and bad thing about you. 
And the scary thing is that they won't accept you afterwards, right? right? And that's why I think a lot of people hide that. But uh, so uh, those are my five. And Sweet. Yeah. Great, great question. Do you want to share your personal mission statement then? Okay, let's go. I haven't read this yet, so <laughs> I've written it out. But so this could be rough. Uh, I live to be an authentic person who gives others the opportunity to be just as authentic. I want to be an encouragement to as many people as I can. And I love to see people's true character come out uh, when we are competing. I love performing at a high level, and I love watching others perform at their highest level. I, I will use my gifts of winning others over in leadership, not for selfish gain, but to serve others and to strive to give glory to God, not myself. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. And I'll just say, like, to affirm you, and this is something I've shared before, is, yeah, that's been probably my just getting to know you over the last five, six, seven years. Um, you know, if I had to say who Phil Ramsey is in, like, a sentence, it's just someone who does see the best in people and, like, genuinely wants them to live that out. And, mm. yeah, I've appreciated just your encouragement to me and, um, and the accountability. And so, yeah. Nice. Good nice. stuff, man. Okay. Give I'll, me yours. I'll read mine. So my, yeah, mine's a little long. <laughs> Give it to me. I love it. So I said, we should probably point out that you've had a double major in like English and like being amazing. <laughs> Philip has not. Okay. <laughs> Philip has being not. amazing was my minor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm little, in communications, right? I'm it was like little, English and communications. Like, Two yeah. things that I need to be better at. I'm a little verbose. There's your word of the day. Yeah. <laughs> so my faith in Christ is my most important core value and influences all other values. I strive to live an authentic life in which I am my true self in every circumstance. I allow others to truly know me completely. I practice devotion as a husband, father, friend, and servant of God. I live a life of humor by finding the funny in everything, laughing at myself, and being a source of joy and laughter to others. I value freedom in my time, finances, my vocation. I prioritize discovery of new places, interests, and passions and new relationships. Lastly, I desire to be a stellar steward of my time on earth, my life, my work, my body, my resources, and my relationships. So, Yeah, that wasn't that long or didn't feel that long. Because uh, I read it super fast. <laughs> no. no, dude, that's great. Yeah, You know what I appreciate about you and uh, one, like how important your faith is. And I think that's why you and I are obviously such close friends because we truly value that. And so, but what I love about you is like you ask questions and you don't give your opinion much. I've noticed this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like you have an opinion yet. You always ask a question first to like seek first to understand. Sure. That's like you. That's like you. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. It's a huge, awesome value. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Probably not something I've always done, but hopefully more recently has been a way that I've grown. So yeah, with, with these core values, like I said, we're going to, we have a PDF that will really walk you through the philosophy of core values and help you identify them in your personal mission statement. There's 232 mm -hmm. uh, words. So yeah. it's, it's not an exhaustive list, but it is thorough. Um, and I'll say in regards to your personal mission statement, like we want you to think of that as like your credo again, to filter your, your decisions and beliefs. Um, if a thought or a choice doesn't align with your personal mission statement, then it shouldn't be something that you're accepting. And so once you use your core values to write this statement, I would just encourage you. It's great to do it, but if you don't ever read it, then mm. how is it really serving you? How is it making an impact on your life and others? So, Write it down somewhere. Um, 
post it, write it on the inside cover of your journal or post it on like your bathroom mirror. Mm. My wife actually gave me an amazing gift. Um, I just shared with her my personal mission statement and she took it upon herself. She makes like signs Hmm. and she does calligraphy and she wrote out my personal mission statement on a wooden sign and now it's hanging in my office. So just something that I can reflect on daily and make sure that I'm honoring that. Um, so yeah, whatever you need to do to ensure that you read it regularly and reflect on it, like do that. So, and if you do that, can definitely assure you, you'll be taking a huge step on your uncommon journey and just living a life of authenticity and direction. It's good. And not only that, like reading it specifically for yourself is powerful, but also maybe giving it to somebody else, (laughs) bouncing ideas off. Hey, this is where I think we're going. And they can like read it and be like, well, how does that line up with this? Like awkward, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Uh, So like having people hold you accountable to that. I think that's really powerful. Yeah. Good exercise. Awesome. Okay. There's core values. Boom. This is the good part of the core values. I think we should come back. Yeah. We'll do a follow up. I I like, I like the, yeah, how it can be taken too far. Absolutely. (laughs) Everything can be. Yep. All right. Well, you've been listening to the uncommon. I've been your host, Philip Ramsey. I'm Ryan Garvey. Until next time. Hey. Go do something. Go do the core values thing. Do it. Let's go. Be authentic.